You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hey guys, this is Danielle from Next Generation Gym Owners. If you are looking for a conference this summer for your entire staff, we have the answer. NextGen has two great options that will ensure you leave feeling more confident in your skills to run a business while your staff feels more confident in their skills to build championship teams. Check out our Orlando conference April 22nd, immediately following the All-Star World Championship or our Dallas conference June 21st to 23rd. Learn more and get registered for our upcoming conferences at ngconferences.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we're going to be talking about why I started offering a novice and prep in my gym. Now, before we get into the episode, head on over to Cheer Gym Owners on Facebook if you're a gym owner, and make sure you join that group, as well as all-star cheer coaches and owners if you are a cheer coach and or a coach and owner. Make sure you're in both of those Facebook groups because there is a ton of great discussion, free resources, and things that come out in those groups. Lastly, I want to make sure that you check out our conferences that Danielle mentioned at the start of this episode. You've got to check out both of our conferences in Florida and in Dallas this summer. They're going to be amazing. You're not going to want to miss them. Now, let's get into the episode on why I started offering novice and prep in my gym. Now, you may already be a program that offers these things, or maybe you offer a small portion of them, or maybe you don't offer them at all. When I started out, I actually did not offer anything but elite. And for a very long time, uh, we really did not have any other offering than our standard elite programs. We had tried offering like a half year prep a couple times and it did okay a couple years, but it was never really anything super amazing. And then it kind of died out uh, when prep kind of morphed into this much more competitive full season uh, approach. And we were like, well, we'll just stick with doing our elite thing. And we just didn't offer anything beyond elite for, I would say, three years. And then during COVID, uh, when everything was kind of shifting and it looked like we were headed towards some potentially challenging financial times as a country, we said, you know what, we need to pivot and we need to be prepared for people to not have as much um, finances available to support doing things like elite cheerleading. And so we started offering what we titled our classic program. And our classic program started out with just novice. And it was essentially getting back to what cheer used to be when I first started coaching, which was competing more locally, um, much less pressure. There were no end of season bids or things to try and earn. Uh, and it was just more about having a great season, learning the sport of cheerleading, competing more locally, maybe doing one nationals event where you travel somewhere and just keeping it very, very fun and about the experience and about learning the sport. And so that's why we titled it Classic. And it have gradually morphed into offering uh, prep teams through our Classic program as well and has been really huge for us as a program. Uh, and now we offer fundamentals, we offer novice, we offer prep, we offer elite. 
And there's a lot of reasons that we started doing it. And I kind of want to go through some of the really important aspects to think about if you have yet to start this in your gym. Uh, the first and foremost is you need to build your funnel to your all-star elite program. Uh, All-Star Elite or Premier, some people call it that, but those teams that are traveling, they're competing for Summit or All-Star Worlds bids or USASF Worlds bids, they're going to be a much higher commitment level. And those teams generally are very expensive. And obviously it varies based off of demographic. I just saw someone talking about you know what their full season costs. And where they're at, their full season is almost $1,500 to $2,000 less than my full season. But the difference being, I don't know what events they compete at. I don't know where they travel. I don't know what their expenses are. So that might be very reasonable for them. Our profit margins might be exactly the same. My just cost of operation might be a lot higher. And my cost of operation is pretty high with what my rent is. And the fact that being on the West Coast, when we travel to Florida for end of season events, that's a that's a pretty penny. We have to go for four days because we need to get climatized. We have to pay for more expensive flights. It's not just a, a skip and a jump over there. We can't drive. Those kind of considerations. So because of that, because my elite program is fairly expensive for a season, not even factoring in travel, I need to have stair steps to get people to be ready to spend that money on that sport. It's a lot harder to convince a brand new parent to cheerleading to spend $5,000 on a season than it is to convince a parent who's brand new to cheerleading with their six-year-old child that they can join for $2,500 for a season. So it is all about creating appropriate steps into the next level in your program. And we actually even factor in our recreational tumbling and even our events that we host to gradually stair-step people into a longer-term commitment into the sport and into the gym. And Danielle actually talks about this really well in her book, uh, The Cheer Gym Owner's Handbook. If you haven't picked that up, I would highly recommend you do that and read through that book. She talks about how important it is to use those you know, lower priced options to gradually move people through your funnel into your elite teams. And so building in a novice program and a prep program helped build that funnel with reasonable steps into the next level of cheerleading. The number two thing, and I already kind of hinted at this, is as a parent new, it can be a lot less intimidating to start with a novice team or a prep team before you jump full send into the elite team, especially dependent on age. I'm still always amazed when I meet parents of kids who are like tiny age, when I see those elite tiny teams. I don't have those in my gym um, because I find it shocking to find a parent of a five and six year old who's like, yeah, I'm going to drop five grand on my kid to compete, uh, you know, six times this year. And we want to compete and travel and do all of these different things. And we want to practice three times a week for two hours. Like that's what being an elite team in my gym is. And so I find it shocking when I meet those parents who like are ready to go that full send. Generally speaking, those are people who already have participated in cheer in some fashion. Maybe the parents were cheerleaders, and so they are a little bit more all into that. Um, but 
it's always surprising to me. More often I find those parents who are like, I think they might like this. It looks like it would be a good fit. I'm not sure I'm ready to go all in. And so having our classic program where they can start with a novice team or even our fundamentals team can be really, really beneficial. In fact, we have this really cool photograph of our spring fundamentals program from last year. And there it's like there were 25 kids in the program. And of those 25 kids, there's 13 kids in the photo that are on elite teams this year. And that's a really cool thing to see, to be like, wow, the proof is in the in the picture right there of these kids who are progressing from this in entry level fundamentals performance only program. And then they're trying out and participating at the elite level, which is a, a big jump. They're skipping over that classic level the next season. That's pretty darn cool. So creating those options and having that novice program or that prep program can be really, really beneficial for your athletes who are just getting started in cheer. It's a little less intimidating. The last thing that I think is really important to consider as you're looking at novice and prep and what you should do within your program is the fact that the requirements to be an elite team are higher than they ever were in the past. Even when you go back, you know, three or four years now to compete on an elite team and be competitive to win, there is no true beginner entry level. You just can't do it. Like you cannot be new to the sport. Like level one is not truly the beginner level anymore. Like level one kids are legit. They have to have fast paced routines. They've got to have beautiful technique. They've got to be able to count. They've got to be able to jump. They've got to be able to do all of the aspects. And it's very, very unlikely that you're going to have people who are brand new to the sport that are capable of executing at that level of precision and experience, which is where things like a novice team come into play or a fundamentals and even a prep. And even prep is highly competitive now. The prep teams that I see are practicing year round. They're practicing twice a week. Uh, they are very, very uh, competitive programs. And so you need to make sure that you're taking that into account when you are building your programming. Because if you're trying to have a beginner level entry elite team, you can do it, but you need to know that they're not likely going to be very competitively successful throughout the season because the expectation is just so high, even at level one. So making sure you are picking the right divisions so your athletes can grow and progress and find some success without feeling like uh, they're just set up to lose from the very beginning can be a really, really important step for you to take. And one of the reasons it's so important for us to have our novice and our prep teams within our program. Now, we had kind of a long journey in this. I would highly recommend you not take as long as I did to really build your novice and prep program. Uh, a lot of mine was stubbornness and pride and, you know, we're an elite program and we train amazing cheerleading and we don't need that prep and that novice stuff. And that wasn't really my focus. I was, I was good with recreational tumbling. I was good with the revenue side, but I just couldn't see... Uh, for a little while, the value of investing and in doing all that. It, it is a lot of work. You know, you're going to more all-star parents means more challenges, more problems, more kids means more difficulties and more 
uh, logistics to figure out. And so it can be really easy as an owner to go, I'm just not going to take on that headache. But from a long-term growth perspective, you need that program to funnel into your elite. And now I talked about it on my last episode, you know, we've got our online registrations running and they just run themselves. And about 25% of the registrations coming in right now are registrations where people are selecting from the beginning that they want to participate in our classic program, that they want to do a novice or a prep team, and they're good with that. And that's what they're looking for. These are full season teams for us, so they do bring in revenue all year long, but they are that entry level. And it's so cool to see where those are people who might never have registered, might never have joined our program in the past before we offered it. So don't take as long as me, learn from me, don't make my mistakes and set yourself up for success by having those programs early on. So as you leave the episode, if you already have your programming, you already have your novice and your prep, you're probably sitting here going, yep, yep, we got it. We're good. That's awesome. Continue to look at it and continue to see where you can improve. Look at your numbers, see how many of those kids are progressing to that next level and how many are falling off. Because if you are not having a good retention and a conversion where people funnel up to that elite level, then you may have something you want to look at. If you've never started something like this, then get ready. Like Start building a plan. You could launch it next year. You still have enough time to announce a new program option. Uh, so you know, get to it, start working on a budget for it, start making a plan for it, and then get it implemented in your program. Because I promise you from a growth perspective, it can be an absolute game changer for growing your program long-term, especially getting those young athletes in your gym, competing in the sport and falling in love with it, just like you probably did when you were a kid. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, uh, share it with someone who you may get something out of it. Check out the other podcasts that we work with, the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, the Cheer Mom podcast. Again, I have that collab episode coming out here pretty soon. Uh, forward the episode. Leave us a, a five-star review. Share it. Love it. I hope you enjoyed it. With that, we'll catch you on the next episode. What up, party people? This is Jason Larkins, host of the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I've teamed up with Kristen Wheeler of the Cheer Mom podcast and Dan Cotton of the Cheer Biz podcast. That's right. Hey, everybody, Kristen here. We know that you love cheer, so why not dive into more perspectives? Tune into my podcast, the Cheer Mom podcast, for cheer issues spoken from the parents' perspective. Then head over to Dan's podcast, the Cheer Biz podcast, to learn from a gym owner on how to run a successful cheer business. And of course, don't miss the Let's Talk Cheer podcast featuring Jason Larkins, the one that we all know and love, where they talk about cheer from a coach's perspective. Which means whether you're a coach, a cheer parent, or a gym owner, we've got you covered. Find all three podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and stay tuned for new episodes each week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.